Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Pinions. Pop Pinions. Episode 93. Only because it's super organized. Yes, we are planning ahead. This episode is being recorded well in advance because someone's in Europe. At this time. So you're recording this from Europe. I am because I'm so dedicated. I think that just that already answers how you're doing. I'm in Europe and I'm probably on day two of my riverboat cruise. And so full disclosure. So obviously, you know, we're pre-recording this. We just picked all our excursions. So when you get off the boat, you have like three choices kind of of what you're feeling and activity level and like whatever. So we just went through and picked all of that. And there's one day where Nana and I are doing something different where I'm biking. There's like a 20K, 25K bike ride around and she's going to go eat pretzels or something. I don't know, drink beer. I don't know what she's, I can't remember what I booked her in for, but I'm so excited about the biking and yeah. So I'm not sure where I am on this day. Um, maybe at a winery. I don't know. There's a gondola. I don't know. Who knows, guys? How are you, Jack? Jack's a little sick, but has tested negative. Yeah. And like, I'm over the worst of it. I feel like maybe I still sound a little Yeah, stuffy. you sound sick to me and you're coughing kind of a lot. Mm, not well, as not as much like I know but when you got sick again I was like if you brought COVID back into this house because he brought it in the first time it's fine I don't ever we don't, think we admitted that but okay we don't blame people but it was you were the patient zero in our I thought, house I thought you were going to say we don't blame people but it is your fault no you are patient zero I could be at any like who knows right so we're not blaming but I was like if you did it again though like come on from work yeah, it would be work. But I mean, yeah, all of us. Right. I think they drop the masks on go trains and stuff, too. Anyway, it's not when this is already. No. I don't, who knows what the future is going to be like today? I went and saw Top Gun again in the theater. You guys, it's so good. You got it's so good. I just feel like there's so many movies to see that like seeing it again. Well, I know because dad had to see it, but. I know, but it's so good. And then I, I maybe I bought it. Yeah, you bought it before we even saw it the first time. Was it before? I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we were watching. <laughs> something like would do. I'm pretty sure we were watching the first one, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I bought the second one." Mm-hmm. It does sound like something I would do. <coughs> Listen, we have a lot of points because we didn't do anything for two years. We have a shit ton of points, so I I got it free. It's not like I bought it. Like, yeah. I did get it free, but I was like, I just feel like I want to own it. But then I'm like, I have people in my life that can get movies for me. Yeah. So it wasn't necessary, but. Supporting. You're supporting the movie. Yeah. I really liked it. You guys, I really liked it. Because like, there's a lot of movies like when this comes out, I'll probably be seeing Thor the next day. I feel like we're <laughs> past the point of me lying to you i'm going to see it no i know and you know i like and you know i know that i just liked our game we were playing it was fun because you were like yeah i'm gonna totally wait for you which obviously i would never expect that you would no especially for thor but you're gonna have to go and see it potentially with me yeah potentially yeah i got two days from when i got when i get back from europe i have two full days and then i leave again on a plane to go up into northern ontario which is so I'm I'm there. I'm going on that yeah, one too. Yeah, you're going on that plane too. So we're going to the cottage for a week, and we are flying because it's actually cheaper than driving. Stupid. Which is crazy, 
and faster. <laughs> yeah. Hour so and we're and like, flight. yes, sign me up for that. So I have two days and I have to see Thor and where the crawdads sing. So those are my, that's my mission for two days. But I'm coming home to no dog, no hubby. So it's like, you know what? What else are you going to do? Like maybe some laundry. I don't know. Sleep, right? Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, like I have time. I could like go back to back even with movies. That'd be crazy. Like same day? Maybe. Jack, <laughs> I'm crazy that way. That is right. that is adventurous. Yep. T- uh, today. I don't even like today, tonight, tomorrow. It, it feels so weird to be like, we're doing 93, episode 93 right now. And we haven't done episode 90? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it is very... But, you know, we we wanted, okay. to, we wanted to make sure... Are you going to listen to these? Like, Sometimes I do. Like, when in Europe? Oh, that'd be so cute. I don't know. Maybe if I'm on a plane. But if I'm just, like, sitting around, no. Yeah, no, that's just me. I'm Well, I don't listen to us, but... No, you don't. I listen to us sometimes, not all of them. Because like I, I lift through them. I know, but sometimes I like to hear how many times I say right, because I say it a lot, or how many times I talk quietly. But think about the crutches you had. Think about how much they've evolved since. Well, then. that's why I think it's fun to listen to because then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try and work on that now, right? Ninety three so, episodes so in. So you're I'm like gonna... studying. Kind of like I'm just like, okay, what do I not like hearing from myself? So, do you have yeah. any critiques for me? No, I don't. I wish I did. It's annoying. No, no, you're good. Yeah. Because C- you c- you can tell me. That's, that's no, okay. I know. I know. You can totally handle that. I love when people say that though. I can handle the critique, and then they really can't. Depends on I what can. it was. Hockey, I couldn't really. That was I struggled with hockey. What do you mean? In school, like critique. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like when they would critique you in hockey, like. If you were playing hockey? Yeah. Oh, like from us? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, and dad was never like that either. Like coaches. Like I just struggled with that. Because like, yeah. I don't know. I'm a kid. I feel like we were, we would say things to you too though. Like we it, would it, say. Like, it'd be more like effort. Like you're not really. Yeah, didn't look you, like you were trying. Yeah. Because that is, I guess it's when you know the potential of your child and then you see it. You're like, why are you doing that? Like, why aren't you giving it 100% all the time for your team? You know? Mm-hmm. All right. Today's episode, we got our IMC, uh, August Osage, Osage, Osage. I think it's Osage County and middle school. Yes. And then we're going to play a game where <laughs> you just called it a TikTok game. I called it build a TikTok movie. Oh, look at you coming back. So we got, yeah, I'm, I'm back to with segments. Yeah. So we've got 10 categories. Yeah. I guess we'll call 10, them. Yeah. And we're going to try, we're going to use the t- TikTok filter. It's the top the imdb top 100 but it's not the exact same as the movies that we watch for right the top 100 challenge it's some different some movies have been added since yeah so you put this thing on your hat well i guess you don't have to do it on your head but like it's not uh, like heads up yeah so then and then a movie comes up and you have to put it in a category we'll explain it more when we get into it but it looked really fun it's a tiny bit visual so like we're gonna just say what the movie is, obviously, and then talk we'll, through some of the elements you like. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's a tiny, but we were both loved it so much. We were like, "That's a really fun game." So we have to play that. All right, IMC. Let's. All right, rock, rock paper, paper scissors. scissors. Rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. I won. See, we 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 tend to do this. Yeah, we always go scissors first. 
Yeah. And then we do like you win a whole bunch. Then I start winning a whole bunch. Like we're not like one. It's very streaky. It is. Uh, I think I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay. So I'm not going to defer. I'm going to go first. Take the ball. I'm going to take the ball. Okay. So I watched um, Middle School. It's on Netflix and it is from 2016 and it is a family comedy. I would say this is good for like 8 to 12, 13 14 like in that range um and it is about a boy named Rafe which is played by Griffin Gluck and I love this kid as soon as I saw him I was like I know I'm gonna like this movie because he's so adorable so he's an artistic minded kid who he's always like doodling and drawing in this sketchbook and he starts at the new school where the principal played by Adam Daly is his name um, has this like strict like code of contact like contact conduct thank you oh my god I've had a couple glasses of wine full disclosure guys um, and it's like all these rules like so he shows up on the first day and he's oh you're breaking rule 32 you're not allowed to wear like shirts that have like a Nike or like a brand or whatever on it anyways he has all these like rules and stuff and, like, the kids, when they walk in the hall, they all walk, like, single file. No one's talking. Like, it's, like, one of those schools. There's so many rules that it's, like, not even fun. So he, hate like, in- instantly doesn't like it. Uh, he's at an assembly where the principal's telling them about this, like, big test that all the kids, like, they have to take it. And he starts drawing in his notebook. And um, so then the kids around him start like looking at the picture and it causes a bit of a commotion where the principal has to come over and takes the book that this is a book he has been drawing in for three, four years. And he's so good because what's great about this movie is they do the animation becomes like real, right? Like the drawings become real. Yeah. So it's really, it's, it's fun to watch in that way. Um, anyways, he destroys the whole sketchbook. This principal, he's really mean. And he's devastated. Rafe is obviously devastated. So he starts this um, off Operation Rafe. And it is rules are, aren't for everyone. And he decides, he starts pulling this like prank with his best friend. And they start like these. So like one of them is they come in. So one of them is um, no loitering in the, in the halls is one of the rules. And so they the whole entire walls are covered in post-its, but like in an artistic way, like they show things and they have words with these, like all these post-its. They make the trophy case into an aquarium with like a lobster and fish. And um, they do graffiti outside. They do. I mean, there's so many, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil all of them, but that's just kind of like what the idea of what they're doing. Yeah. So they're just being, they're taking every rule and they're flipping it kind of right um adam paley plays his teacher and he's like the cool teacher like he is like wait but like the actually cool teacher no like cool like he's like i don't believe in these rules kind of thing and just be you guys and who cares about this test thing like i just want you to be happy and like he's he's there he's on their side for sure um so then the principal starts realizing like this class that this kid is in is like 
they're not doing well because this teacher is not really putting a lot of effort in to this testing because he doesn't agree with it. So he's like, we're going to just eliminate this whole, this whole class isn't going to take the test and we're just going to like basically suspend them all, but he has to come up with a plan. So the principal basically like, um, uh, he frames all the kids. He puts the stuff that's been happening in their lockers. So spray paint for the graffiti, post-it notes in one of someone else's lockers. So he like, look at what these kids, so he eliminates, or, or he, so he can eliminate the whole class. Anyways, it's it's a very, there is a, the coolest twist at the end that I did not see coming at all. Like I was pretty floored for like a family fun movie. It's not that it's a bad thing, but it's just, uh, it really, I was like, wow, I wasn't, my radar wasn't on because it was a family movie. I wasn't probably paying like enough attention to certain details that I was like, Oh, that was a good one. That was a really good twist. So I was pretty impressed with that. Um, and I was, when I was writing it, they said it kind of channels the John Hughes, like he's kind of like a Ferris Bueller, like it's got, but for younger kids. So this is like meant for families. Like it would be like, I'm, when I was watching it, I was like, we would have loved this when you guys were younger. This would have been our Friday night movie probably all the time. You guys would have requested this because it was such a fun, cute movie, but then it did have a couple of uh, other elements. So Rob Riggle plays, um, Rafe's mom played by Lauren Graham's boyfriend and he is terrible like he is a terrible human being he wants to ship these two off he's constantly in his phone like how do I get rid of kids I don't like like he's just a terrible human being so but it all don't worry Lauren Graham's the mom and she's really cool and she eventually realizes and then he does have a younger sister who's like the rebel too and she's pretty great she's got some pretty good like roles too I liked seeing her but yeah no that was it was a really fun movie it was a perfect movie for you know what I was kind of feeling today so it was good yeah that's all I have do you have any questions for me Jack hadn't seen the movie which I found really fascinating yeah I I just I used you almost as the guinea pig to see if I would enjoy it I think you would I think you would like it's cute it's a family movie it's meant for younger kids so I don't think it's for everybody that maybe listens, but I think it's a cute movie for like when I was, when I was, um, watching it, there's a couple people that have younger boys that I was, that I work with. And I was like, Oh my God, I have to tell them this about this movie. Cause it's really cute. So yeah, but I still think you would like it. I think you get a kick and I'm telling you the twist is it will, it will kind of knock you off your socks. Like it will kind of like, you'll be like, wow, I did not. That's pretty cool. Especially the way you're saying it. It sounds like the movie wasn't setting it up, really. No. Like, no, not at all. But then once I saw the twist, I was like, yes, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's good. I do. I do have a guess of what it could be. Okay. Tell me off air. Okay. Just in case I'm right. Just in case. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Yeah. I don't don't know if I have any. Yeah, no questions i think that's kind of it there's a lot more like hooligan stuff that goes on i just kind of gave you the cool notes of that so i don't want to tell you the whole movie um but yeah no that's that all right my movie for this week 
plus August Os. I feel like I'm still saying it wrong. Os- I think it's Osage. Osage. Ooh, fancy. That does. That's a very awesome fancy. Fancy movie. Um, so it's 2013, directed by John Wells. It is about three daughters, played by Julia Roberts, Juliette Lewis, and uh julianne nicholson a lot of jews wow yeah jus 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 isn't jus isn't like a derogatory it's not it's fine uh so they play barb karen and ivy respectively um they're reunited after the passing of their father and they must deal with their pill-popping cancer patient acid-tongued mother played by meryl streep meryl streep could play batman everyone so this so Meryl Streep, obviously, you have the three girls. Um, there is Sam Shepard, who plays the dad. Love. Bev, which I thought is a cool cool name. Abigail yep. Breslin, Ewan McGregor, Benedict Cumberbatch, and Marco Martindale, who is some is someone that I see, I can recognize, but I never know, knew who she was. Okay. But she's actually a pretty big part of this movie. Okay. Um. I'm gonna start with the bad. Actually, no. I'll mention also this. So no. it's based on a play from by well, Tracy. Sorry, what Litz. was the name? Margot uh, Martindale. Okay, sorry. Go ahead then. Uh, the bad news is this is a Weinstein Company movie. Ooh. 2013. Rough. So we're we were inching towards bad bad territory. But yes. uh, also produced by George Clooney. I thought that was oh I didn't know that. Pretty That's cool. exciting. Uh, you so the first thing is you meet. Sam Shepard's character Bev and he's talking to who's going to be this new ca- caretaker and Meryl Streep comes down and immediately you see what kind of character this is you're used to the buttoned up I'm gonna try to win an Oscar the traditional way yes type of Meryl Streep performance this is she is foul unhinged and uh cancer patient so she's going through cancer or mouth cancer she smokes for probably 45 percent of the movie right with mouth cancer and then she, people keep asking her like oh is your mouth burning she's like yeah my mouth is burning yeah and like cancer or the smoke doesn't matter no uh she asked this new so they're gonna hire this new caretaker it's not joanna but it's like close to that it's like j-o-h-n-n-a jonna jonah yeah something like that yeah um she is Native American. Okay. Which we get into. She asks, are you an Indian? Yes. yes. And you know what? This girl is, she gets, she goes through, she goes through a lot in this movie and she's not a part of the family, but she's just there. And she's like, yes, I am. And she just kind of, she's good because she just rolls with the punches. She doesn't necessarily, I mean, that also could be a bad thing, not standing up for yourself. Yeah. But yeah. I think she realizes that she's not saying it to be offensive. Like Meryl Streep's character isn't saying, are you an Indian to be offensive? Yeah. It's, it's just, a generation thing, which I know we're not allowed to excuse. It's because like Ron Perlman from uh, Don't Look Up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he just <laughs> want to shout out the gays <laughs> yeah. and the Indians, both the Native American and yeah. the elephant ones. <laughs> right. You yeah. guys should join up. That'd be cool. And it's, it's a different generation. Yeah, it's different for sure. Um, So... Uh, then so we meet the first daughter ivy who's uh julia nicholson and they have this conversation about uh elizabeth taylor was the only woman that never needed makeup mm-hmm. and meryl streep says you just as you get older you get ugly mm. right and there's only they her and uh margot martindale which is uh maddie Faye. 
I can't read my handwriting. Um, Margo Dang. Martindale. We have to do like a ding oh, yeah, that's or a, something, that's right? That's a counter. I say it every time. Yeah. Um, there's even one thing that I like. I had to like fix because I was reading it back and I'm like, I don't know what that says. Um, but yeah, she said every woman needs makeup, mm-hmm. which Ivy is like the... It's pretty... They don't say it explicitly, but as you meet the characters, you can kind of tell who's in what position. Ivy is definitely the middle child of the three. Right. She's the one that's still close to home, still there to not necessarily take care of her parents, but is there more often. Right. Yeah. Um, Meryl Streep, she... I don't know if this is a part of the character at all, but she takes... Like, Sam Shepard lists through all the pills, and it's pretty much like Vicodin, Percocet, all of those. She takes all of them, and she's like... Then at the end, he's like, yeah, she takes Xanax for fun. Right. Yeah. Just fun time. She also takes them dry. Mm. Like, nothing. And, like, I don't know. This this might be a conversation for another day, but I don't know if, if that's worse or The Rock in Ballers, who just, like, chews pills. Right. <laughs> Both <laughs> terrible ways terrible. to take pills. <laughs> yeah. Um... We get just really wild family dynamics, and then the dad runs away. Um, I also, for like 10 minutes, thought... So Chris Cooper is in this as well. He plays uh, Charles Sr., and Benedict Cumberbatch plays the junior. I thought he was the dad. Oh, And like he was just there, and I'm like, wait, I thought he ran away. Because him and Sam Shepard just looked very similar to me. Right. And I was like... If you ran away, why is he there? Yeah. And yeah. Then, then after a few minutes, I'm like, okay, no, not not the same person. Uh, uh, Abigail Breslin. So Abigail Breslin is uh, Julia Roberts and Ewan McGregor's daughter mm-hmm. and is a smoker at 14, <laughs> which is just... And, starting young. And then Julia Roberts, who is unbelievable in this movie. She, like, Meryl Streep is amazing, it's close. Julia Roberts might be the best part of the movie mm. because she is the self-righteous. Everything I do is right. And I mean, we'll, we'll get into why, cause usually she is, but no one, it's rare that anyone makes her look in the mirror. Mm. She just kind of judges everybody else. Right. Um, so then the sheriff comes, he's got some news. You've got to, uh, like they've got a, go down to like the water or something but Meryl Streep is playing this vinyl and smoking and like the sheriff's trying to talk to her but she can't really like almost like incoherent yeah probably because of the amount of pills she takes yeah um it's lay down Sally is the song lay down Sally won't you ever leave yeah that is that's definitely like the rhythm (laughs) some of the you got those for lay down Sally you got (laughs) After that, <laughs> it kind of <laughs> went down. <laughs> it's like I can hear it in my head. Be good for trivia. Great. Uh, we do find out that Bev, Sam Shepard, did die. Mm-hmm. and then, But it's not exactly clear what happened. He was out on a boat. He had some books, cigarettes, and some drinks. And you kind of come to the assumption that he drowned. Whether he drowned himself or not is yes. kind of left up to question. Yes, it's kind of left ambiguous to us right right of just what do we think mm-hmm. uh so it's time for the funeral and i was thinking this is about three daughters we've got one missing we've met julia roberts julia nicholson we're just missing juliette lewis which she plays it's funny that like anytime you hear a character named karen yeah just think of them as the karen but she's not she's no she's definitely the youngest child julia roberts is the oldest just from the dynamics between them she is the bubbly personality and nothing's wrong with the world. There's that one, 
there's the one scene later in particular where you can kind of see those dynamics come through. Um, so you, you, you don't know it's her, but there's this sports car that comes speeding past them as they're driving to the funeral. And then you do realize that it is Juliette Lewis. Um, and then even after the funeral, she's talking to Julia Roberts and they're not talking about their dad. The Juliette Lewis is just talking about herself. She has this fiance, uh, Steve, who's played by Dermot Mulroney, mm-hmm. and oh, she just keeps talking about herself, 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 and doesn't even ask her how she's doing. And uh, they also, Juliet Lewis and Dermot Mulroney, have the nickname Doodle for each other. And again, one of the Julia Roberts like great scenes of this is so Abigail Breslin the daughter wants to get back from the funeral because they're reshowing Phantom of the Opera from 1925 and they're restoring some part of the movie Mm -hmm. and she starts like the reason why you were upset about when the funeral started and having to go with your dad like they went to like a liquor store or something to pick up wine for the dinner they were going to have the the problem you had with this funeral and everything going on is because you wanted to watch Phantom of the Opera. She starts like yelling at her. Mm-hmm. And then eventually like her and you and McGregor go outside and they have their own argument because I, I feel like it's, I'm going to save what happened. Like it, not that it's a big spoiler, but it all comes together in the big right. dinner scene. Right. Yeah. I just, that's, <clears throat> that's what I said to you. I don't remember a lot of the movie. I just remember the family dynamics and i just remember that table scene yeah. for some reason like that's what i remember this and mo- meryl street but. this movie should also just be called it's really hot outside right they mention it no less than like 400 times really it is at one point they show it's 108 degrees Oof. fahrenheit yeah uh, fair yeah uh we meet little charles benedict cumberbatch which it's it's such a good role for him because you're used to him being the the buttoned up and very like proper proper english man that yeah. he is but in this he's kind of the fuck up of the family he's right. unemployed he misses the funeral because he didn't set an alarm clock and uh who's his uh chris cooper's his dad and he kind of coddles him and is like well it's okay don't worry about it you know it's it's all about intention you know you're here now and that's all that matters mm-hmm. um we do learn that Little, little they call him little charles instead of charles jr don't know why but that's just what they do uh himself and julianne nicholson mm-hmm. ivy yes are secretly in a relationship right which if we're gonna go by mean girls logic it's not that bad you know there's cousins <laughs> and then your first cousins. cousin but that is your direct cousin yes that they are in a relationship Ship. of some kind yeah it's not really specific how serious or not yes I do remember that now that you mentioned that. Definitely comes into play. So they sit down for this dinner and right away you're like, this is, they're building this movie up for this moment. Yes. For how big they make it is up to the filmmaker themselves, which they do make it. They they started off very small. It's everyone sitting at the tables. All the guys have their like suit jackets off from the funeral. Meryl Streep sits down and is like, I thought we were having a funeral dinner. Mm. Why do you have your jackets off? And makes all of them put their jackets on. You're like, oh, okay. Oh, boy. And for how hot it is, that's why they took the jackets off in the first place. Right. Um, So uh, Steve, the uh, Juliet Lewis's fiance, Dermot Mulroney, has to take a phone call while they're doing Grace. 
And he's like, yeah, sorry. Like, I really have to take this. And he kind of goes to the other room. And not that you can hear him, but you can see him. So he doesn't go, like, far enough to be, like, away from Grace. And Chris Cooper's doing Grace. And it's just a train wreck. He has no idea what he's doing. He's just like, uh, oh, Lord, help us in this. Help uh, help Bev in this time of need. And he just keeps going. Meryl Streep, this is, like, her facial acting of she's like, this guy like he does, she doesn't say it but he's like this guy is struggling like yeah what is going on here mm-hmm. um he, uh Rooney says his last name and i didn't even write it down what it was because Meryl Streep just keeps saying steve hide the what because it's like heidenberg or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. she's like oh that's german mm-hmm. for like no reason yeah just to just to start just to start stuff yeah Mix things up a little. Uh, yeah. And then we, uh, Juliet Lewis talks about how in their old fort, they used to play cowboys and Indians. And Meryl Streep slams the table and goes, you're not supposed to say that. It's cowboys and Native Americans. <laughs> but says it like jokingly. <laughs> like yells at like, her like, you can't do that. Sardon- like, I don't know. Sarcastic. Like, yeah. And again, we're just, we're building this. They do this like bit about, so Abigail Breslin's character doesn't eat meat because apparently you can taste the fear. And Chris Cooper does this incredible bit where he takes a bite and he like almost acts like he's choking. And they're like, oh my God, what's wrong? What's wrong? And he's like, oh, I just had like a really big bite of fear. <laughs> and the whole table starts laughing. And mm-hmm. Abigail Breslin's already an angsty teen that smokes for some reason. Such a weird choice to the character. And Julia Roberts obviously blames her dad for that mm-hmm. because she doesn't take any responsibility. No, no. She's perfect. Um, uh, oh, and then Meryl Streep talks about how they didn't do it legally or on paper, but the will was actually changed so that everything would be left to her mm-hmm. instead of the kids. Mm-hmm. Just because obviously they worked that out, but didn't do it legally. But didn't do it legally. So it's just my word. Yeah, then then we start really airing out the dirty laundry. Ewan McGregor has been they her uh, Ewan McGregor and I always want to say Jennifer Gardner because we were talking about her before this. Right. Ewan McGregor and uh, Julia Roberts are separated, not yet divorced, because he's sleeping with a younger woman. And Meryl Streep says he's like she doesn't even know, and she's like, "Is there a younger woman involved?" And he's like, "Yes, there is." He says it like proud for mm. some reason. Yeah. Um. I can't remember what she well and then the the middle child is just like why don't you have a man but then obviously it's Benedict Cumberbatch who steps up and is like I have something to say and she's sitting there like not here not like don't do it like right this. at this moment yep so uh I think that's kind of for the dirty laundry that's kind of all that gets really aired out and then it, Juliette Lewis is just like what are you doing with your life like you have you live in Florida like you don't really like, is this really going to work out? They ask uh, her fiance how many times he's been married, and it's three mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, and then it eventually turns in. Then Julia Roberts turns it back onto Meryl Streep, and it's like, how many pills are you taking? Like, what pills are you on right now that's making you talk like this? And Meryl Streep's just like, I'm just talking about the truth. I'm telling the truth. I don't know what you want. Like, what else you want from me? And then mm-hmm. they take her pills, flush all of them, go to the doctor oh boy. and like throw a few pill bottles at him. And clearly had enough that had his name on it where they throw the pill bottles at him. And she's like, I have a lot more for evidence to basically get him like not disbarred because that's the lawyer, but like the medical board to yeah. get him removed as a doctor. For sure. For supplying all of this medication, mm-hmm. especially when like 
just you could just talk about the big three of Percocet, Vicodin, and Xanax. <laughs> yeah. Probably shouldn't be taking all three of those. No. They were a lot yeah. more than that. Yeah. Um, so when they're coming back from the doctor, she's like, oh, like, pull over. I have to throw up. And this was like classic movie. Let me out of the car. She's going to run. She does throw up and then runs. Then like Julie Roberts chases her down. But the other two sisters just kind of like stand and watch. Yeah. Very... Well, you don't need three people That's chasing true. down the mama. Then you get this. To me, the the dinner table scene is the blow up scene. The scene with the three sisters kind of all talking is my favorite scene because mm. you realize because they don't live together, they don't talk about anything. Like neither of the other two sisters knew that her like Julie Roberts and Ewan McGregor were separated and that like he was cheating on her. They're getting divorced. Mm-hmm. And Ivy, the middle sister, Julianne Nicholson, reveals that she had cervical cancer. Mm. So they talk about, you know, you can't date your cousin like in Juliet Lewis. Is like you can't be like thinking about having babies. Right. She's like, well, I can't because I had a hysterectomy because mm-hmm. I had cervical cancer. And it's just this like heartbreaking realization that these three sisters don't know each other. Right. And they're right. not close. Yeah. Uh, then they go to find Meryl Streep again, and she tells the story about this pair of boots she always wanted. I think it was cowboy boots. And she kept asking for it. And then for Christmas, there was this big box wrapped up, and her mom said, you know, like, don't peek, wait for Christmas morning. And then she's all excited, unwraps them, and they're these work boots that are nothing close to what she wanted. They're covered in mud and dog shit. And it was just her mom... not even toying with her but just cruel right and she's like maybe that's where i get it from Mm -hmm. and then there's juliette lewis sitting next to her to go no no you're nothing like that the other two sisters don't really say anything right because maybe she was with them and not with her and from just the looks of it in this movie she was about that cruel because she also drove two of the sisters away and the third one is about to move with her cousin to new york (laughs) yeah that is that is her game plan. So yeah, uh, Maddie Fay, who is Chris Cooper's wife, there is a much bigger reveal about these family dynamics that is like too important to the story because it is very late in the movie, and you find out, and you're like, how is any character? How are the characters affected? Going to move on because mm-hmm. it seems impossible. Right. And there was a lot of running away and driving away, and honestly. That's kind of the end. There's right. no, there's no like, there's no happy resolution. There's resolution. no wrap it up with a nice little bow. Nope. There's no like finishing mm-hmm. of besides everyone's kind of gone their separate ways. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of people feel though with their families is they get together and they have this like, you know, a lot of people dread, unfortunately, Thanksgivings and Christmases and Easter's and because it's like oh I have to go see my family and it's going to be this or whatever right so I think that movie kind of brought to light what that's kind of like for some people and I read I was reading some people like it was mostly most people did like critics liked it a lot of people said it was too much of a downer and not mm. enough comedy but not every movie is going to be a comedy well like no yeah and not every movie is going to have a perfect ending no because sometimes it's that's life like I don't know like I don't know. Sometimes when movies end and I'm like, that was way too perfect. Like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't seem it's not like I need movies to be realistic. But if that's the road you're going down, you can't then all of a sudden, oh, my God, everything is fine now. Right. Because that's not it takes work. And like, that's not realistic. Right. So Mm -hmm. Uh, Julia Roberts, Meryl Streep, both nominated for their Mm -hmm. roles. Okay. I 
like I, I would have to look back at that year, but I might be under the belief that Julie Roberts should have won. Right. Neither of them won, but it's okay. So it's twenty thirteen fourteen. Okay. I would definitely want to double check to see who won, but yeah. I think I think Julia Roberts should have won. Meryl Streep definitely. I I yeah right like it's Meryl Streep I don't know it's, it's almost perfection you, you can't know. give her every Oscar you can't like I mean people will be like what's the point of me even acting like if Meryl Streep's in it she's obviously going to be nominated right yeah I she's think perfection I so. think the one the one that was Oscar bait and everyone caught on to was the post yeah I agree with that one that was a little like yeah Tom Hanks her like right was that one yeah yeah I'm was thinking it was even like Oscar Beatty for me. I'm even thinking it was like a direct, like a big name, like director, producer. Yeah, I think it was. And it was, yeah, like definitely. I, I'm really thinking Spielberg as I'm looking it up. I think it was like a pretty big cast too. Steven Spielberg. Yeah. 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 Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks, Bob Odenkirk, Sarah Paulson, Jesse oh, Clemens. It was like the craziest cast. But so was this August, right? Osage. But it didn't, it, but it didn't feel like it was catering to an Oscar outside of Meryl Streep. But like. It's never catering when it's her. Like, that's just when she acts, she's probably going to get nominated. Yeah, because it's just like, I don't know how else you... Yeah, it's just what she does, right? Girls, like, I don't know, next level. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's get into... So, you overall, did you like it? Oh, loved it. Okay, great. Especially because when we were getting towards the end and there were these big reveals and the dynamics never felt like they could be fixed... You left the movie with, yeah, no, that's that's just not going to happen. Yeah. There's yeah. not always a fix. Okay, good. All right. You have to add that to your list. So when we have our 10, you have to make sure you are, um, we can rank them, right? Yeah, like the next 10 after yeah, the first yeah. 10. So I've been adding them each time just so I have my ongoing list. Oh, boy. I'm so nervous about this. Okay. Well, okay. let's so top. We're doing top 100. I'm just scared that I'm going to put it in a category and then something better. You know, okay. I mean, the top, explain it. Explain it. So we're going to run through the filter as much as we have to. Obviously, there could be movies that either we haven't because there could be a movie that we haven't seen. We haven't seen or maybe it doesn't fit. I don't know. Well, we can, like because we said before, maybe we can have like a veto. We can have. What do you want? One, I two, like, three two two let's say two maximum two maximum two vetoes because maybe you only need one yeah but then i like the option of like i don't want to use this movie or Or, i don't know where to put it it. yeah i don't know where to put that movie so why don't you roll through the categories and then we'll we'll figure out who goes okay so here are the 10 categories type of movie action emotion drama location cast director comedy villain ending so we're gonna use elements of these movies to see who can build because obviously this is subjective there will not be a definitive winner no but it's just fun to say like the one we saw on tiktok that guy was perfection like when you showed it to me when when the movie popped up i was saying the same category that he ended up putting it in because it was like yeah obviously that's where you're putting it right yeah so it'll be interesting I guess let's rock, paper, scissors rock, again. Rock, paper, scissors. Part two. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. He got it. So we both did rock. Then we both did scissors. Then I did paper. And he did scissors. What a what a convoluted game that is. I know. I am going to go first. Okay. So, I'm so gonna... you just have to make sure you're like... 
telling everybody what's happening. Okay, so I got this nice little TikTok filter. Maybe I'll, I was going to say maybe I'll take a picture, but I can't on TikTok because it's videos. Okay. Uh, I'm not taking videos. We're just going to use the filter and go. Yeah. All right, here we go. First one. This also takes a while to go. Like, it loads a lot of the movies fast and through. Okay, my first movie is a movie I've never seen, Singing in the Rain. Okay. That's a good start. So that's not a veto. I, I wouldn't count that as veto, right? No, because like, you seen haven't it. seen it. Nope. And I lost the filter. Okay, we're back. Um, loading another one. Das Boot. Have not seen that movie. Yeah. That's good start. Two for two. Or over um, two. Sing. Okay, The Godfather. Okay. The Godfather. Um, Ooh. I. From the first one, if it was the second one, there's like a few more that I would probably want to take. I think I'm going to take the ending. Okay. The ending of the first Godfather. So, you know, you're getting the, uh, I was about to say the crucifix, not the the one when you're alive and they're dipping your head in the oh, water. Oh, the baptism. Baptism scene. And you could see this is Michael Corleone. This is his time. He's taking over and he shows that in a very not subtle way. Right. Unbelievable scene. Unbelievable sequence. And using... Do you remember that? Oh my you, God, I would never... Do you never... renounce the devil especially to renounce god do you renounce the devil and he's yes as he's very much not yes well, well actually not him but his henchmen yeah people that work for him okay all right movie number two for me now no oh we're going back and forth let's go back and forth oh, okay because yeah. then we're gonna I'll flip it and we're gonna all right uh, um it was on american history x but that was still on me all right your first movie is toy story <gasps> Oh my god! You know what? Um, one thing they actually just that made me think of that's not on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, music. Oh yeah. Because wouldn't Randy Muse <gasps> Newman's music? That would have been the best for that. So Toy Story, the first one. First Toy Story. Okay, I'm going villain. Okay. I want Sid, because Sid is you know he's <laughs> he's the villain and Sadistic. villain. Yeah, and the villain for me is the, was the scariest one. So I'm kind of glad to get it over with because I'm like, what if I can't? What if some of these movies don't have a villain? Like I don't know. So I'm kind of happy to put it. I mean, part of me wants to go emotion for Toy Story. I think the other Toy Stories have more emotion. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot. There's some existential crisis. Like Buzz is like, what do you mean I'm not real? And yeah. Anyways, villain Toy Story. All right. Second movie, I, I started it while you were talking. So. Okay, good. All right, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Ooh, that's good. I'm Who's the director of that? Do you want me to look up that? going to say Stanley Kubrick, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay, so we're going to have to have, like, One Flew. I feel like there's going to... Director, for me, is it has to be, like, an obvious one that, like, I look at it and think the yeah, director no. made that movie better. You, I don't think... It's a Milos Forman. Oh! Yeah, he did um, oh. Amadeus. That's oh. the other thing. We loved that movie. Remember yeah. that one was no, like a surprise. Long as hell, but I great. know, but we were really surprised how much we liked it. I, you know what? I'm also gonna go with the villain. I'm gonna okay. go with Nurse, Ra- Nurse Ratched. <gasps> Terrible. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. One flew over the. Okay, got it. Yeah, we I've, get it. Um. I've, have you ever seen Doctor Strangelove? I haven't. Okay. No. It's a it's a good one. I'll probably get you to watch that one day. All right. Uh, you've seen it? 
I've seen it. I saw it at school and in like shoes. School just really informed you for life, <laughs> eh? They really set you up. Lord of the Rings came up the second one, so no, not that one. And Once Upon a Time in the West. No, that's an old like forties, right? I don't know that one. Looked old. Uh, here we go. All right, you get Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Empire Back. Empire Strikes Back. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, director? Uh, George Lucas? Yeah. Okay. That might be a good one. But then I'm scared if something else something. comes up. That's what scares me about this game. Because, yeah, like, start with location. Like, are you... There's a lot of different locations in, yeah. in Star Wars. I'm thinking maybe the action. Action in action the Empire Strikes Back is pretty good. I think that's good. And okay. you get like the the uh, like the battle on Hoth on the snow planet. You get that lightsaber battle with Luke and Darth Vader. First strikes back. Especially because yeah. the like you are the father. I'm your father. I'm your father. Not really the end, but it's it's kind of the end. Yeah, but there's yeah. I feel like there's some good action there, again, and we have be, lightsabers. So why do we not want lightsabers in our action? It'd almost be like you'd have to add like twist. I guess ending could kind of be twist too. Oh yeah, I could have done ending. Um. All right, I got Requiem for a Dream. Oh, do you remember that movie? I do. That that was, was traumatizing. And that's why I'm gonna go with emotion. Okay. Because that is a devastating movie. Wow. To see what these people's lives had come to, where now it's just about drugs, and like they do a good job of like. It's like the main like three where they're doing heroin. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But then doing... the other like the older woman who isn't someone's mom. Yeah, I feel like is it... doing is like pill popping too. Yeah, I, mean, I don't feel like it was Jennifer Connelly's. I feel like it was the guy. Jared Jared Leto. Jared, is that Jared Leto? Leto. I'm pretty sure it's Jared Leto. Yeah. All right, but yeah, I went Ooh. with emotion. Emotion's a good one because there's a lot to that. It's fun that you're posing for the camera even though it's not recording. I know. Uh, high and low. No. No, thank you. This, so there's definitely more than 100 movies on here. All right. You're getting Django Unchained. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay. I'm going director, man. Quentin Tarantino. Totally. I'm going. I, I should have maybe like, that's, I don't know. That's another one where like if if it wasn't director, I would probably say ending. Because it yeah, is it's a satisfying ending. ending. Is good. I'm just scared I'm not going to get a good director. I don't know. I'm really scared it's about a, that. Again, it's a safe, it, or I don't want to say safe like bad, but it is just, it's a good choice. I want Tar. I spelled this <sighs> name wrong. What? I just got Avengers Infinity War. Mm. That would have been, if I had the ending of that movie. <gasps> so See, that's what I'm yeah. scared of. Okay. I am going to go with the action. Totally. I was about to write it, but then I don't want to be. Hey, don't, you don't want to take over. The only other thing I was thinking is cast because that cast is really good. The cast That's is That's when you have pretty, everyone together. It's pretty great. Again, director came up, but I'm, I'm, I'm banking on that I can get a director. Okay. Okay. Like you have a few in, in your head that you're like, I think I can get this one. That I can, I can wait for. Okay. All right. You are getting back to the future. Hmm. Okay. What when it says type? Okay, wait. Location, cast, emotion, comedy, ending. What is the ending? What is the ending? I'm pretty sure it's not an ambiguous ending, but it's like he 
they like kind of say they saved the day and then he's like picking up marty and his girlfriend to because mm-hmm. they have to go do something else yeah should i do type because isn't that then it's like time travel yeah yeah i think you could do that so i could do a time traveling okay i'm gonna do that back to the future type yeah i Type was the only one that it's like it, it's hard to. Yeah, because then they also have drama and um, comedy in here, too. So it's like, well, isn't that type? Yeah, I guess it's like it's the main. Like the, old, the overall. So for me, I think of this as time travel. I'm just going to put it in brackets. So it's like that's what I'm thinking. It's like a time traveling. Action is my. Imp- OK, we'll we'll do it all at the end. Just yeah, to like go back to everything. It. Yeah. All right, I got Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Oh, boy. Again, it's it's hard with Star Wars for, like, location. That's not really a lot. I'm going to go... I'm, I'm thinking drama. Drama or type. Because, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. as an overall movie, it's kind of the ending redemption story, really, of not just Luke but also Anakin Skywalker. So I've talked myself into it. I'm going to go type. Type. Okay. Return of the Jedi. Star Wars. Return of the Jedi. Okay. Plus you got the little Ewoks. They're so cute. (laughs) Of the Jedi. Okay. Perfect. How do I keep this? Okay. Again, another one that would have been good for music. You are going to get Coco. Have you seen Coco? I haven't. Okay. So it's. No. But I've seen Luca. I watched Luca. (laughs) I don't think Luca is on, on here. here? Oh. Uh, jealous. You are getting 12 angry men. Ooh. I'm either going to go emotion or drama. Get emotion. Emotion I like because it's like you're bringing things to the surface. You're talking things out. I kind of like that idea. You're holding someone. They kind of humanize the the person on trial more yeah. as the movie goes so on I, and yeah you're revealing a lot about each other i do like that emotion but then i'm scared if like goodwill hunting or something came up and i didn't have emotion free or something because i because that guy got goodwill hunting and immediately put it in emotion because that is what you want the perfect emotional movie. what about the ending because the ending's pretty satisfying yeah it does like kind of wraps it all up yeah, uh, I mean, not that I'm not trying to help you. Like, I, I know we're just here to I know. talk, talk yeah. it out. But I, you like tr- you like it for emotion better. Yeah, I think okay. just as an emotion, like, because I also more just because I think you can get a better better ending from a different movie. Yeah, that is true. I'm, I'm seeing, just scared because like, what happens if it comes down to one movie and you're like, that's your ending? It's Endgame, you know, or whatever, right? Where you're like, but I don't want that to be the ending of my perfect movie. There's like quite a few of these movies that, yeah, like I've gotten three in a row that I just don't, don't know, know or I yeah. like haven't seen. Yep, four in a row. This is the good, the good and the bad. Also, like well, when he's fine. when I he's mean, recording that video. Oh, I got the Dark Knight. Oh, oh my God! You you know, come on! Oh my God! I mean, there's like there's a couple I could go with. Like, okay. Like, I could definitely go director. Like, Christopher Nolan is not... Yeah. I think also just because I think it would be... It would either be the action... Well, the villain, obviously, would be pretty perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go director. I'll Give me Christopher Nolan. 
Totally. Um, yeah. Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan. Oh my God, I'm jelly. I would love him. Look, you got Tarantino. I know. Yeah, it's true. I don't know which one I would pick over, but they're just so different, right? But I don't know. He's yeah, it's good. that's a good pose. Thank you. Uh, rear window. It's, that's an old one. Uh, let's see. What do we got next? We got The Shining. Oh, boy. The okay, comedy? It's definitely not a comedy. Oh, wait. No, I know what you should do. Location. 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 The ho- the hotel that like they brought back. They did the Ewan McGregor movie where he was like the doctor. Location. That's funny. I love like this movie is okay. The Shining. Okay. I also love that it's probably not gonna make sense really like the no, movies, but because all I'm thinking is like lightsabers in this hotel <laughs> with time travel. <laughs> I love it. That's so fun though. And it's Quentin Tarantino, so it's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> um, upset I took. I already got rid of my emotion. I just got uh, The Untouchables. Mm. Do you remember, you remember that one? It's Clint Eastwood? Uh, no, no, it's, um, it's uh, Omar Sy in the uh, paraplegic. Uh, the, is like, that what it is? The French one? Oh, frick, that was good. That's a that's a good emotional. It was maybe that should be our veto. Is you can change just like one, because like we're already saying if we don't ha- if we haven't seen it we don't have to choose it. Yeah, that's true. Um, what do I have an emotion? Requiem for a dream. Yeah, I don't know if I'd really change that. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna use a veto. Okay. I love the Untouchables. It's yeah. An unbelievable movie, but I don't really have a spot for it. It is pretty funny, but like I, I think I could get a better comedy. Totally, I agree. Because it is more, it is more of a drama. It is. All right, I got 2001: A Space Odyssey. Uh, I'm gonna take the location. Okay. Get get me up in space. Get you up in space. Return of the Jedi: Infinity War, and we're in space. That's pretty great. Kind of lines up. Working out for sure. Doesn't it'll it'll it'll, it'll make sense at the end. It'll all come together. I know mine's a little bit crazy, but <laughs> okay, I'm just here got for it. Vertigo. No, thank you. Is that one of the ones that we just didn't? I know watch cast. Days? I'm like, I just give me the Departed man. Just give it to me. <laughs> yeah, cast is the one we're kind of waiting on. All right, you got Forrest Gump. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go comedy for that <coughs> for sure because there's some fun lines. You know, it's so like an uninten- I feel like it's unintentionally funny. Yeah. So I think it's like it would be just one of those like they slip in the humor while they're in this hotel with fighting with lightsabers. Time traveling. Yeah. And then they're all of a sudden going to be like life's like box of chocolates. <laughs> oh, I just got Amadeus. Oh, boy. I think the drama. The drama of it? The drama. You know, you have it as a Mozart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wolfgang Amadeus Wolf- Mozart. Yeah. He's yeah. He's very dramatic. So dramatic. E. I don't have a spell. E U S. E U S or Amadeus. 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 Oh, I also could have taken. Oh wait, no, I took Christopher Nolan. I was gonna say could have taken Milos. Milos Forman. All right. Your next movie is The Untouchables. If you if you wanna if you wanna touch it or not. Um. I mean, I could go drama. Untouchables. 
I would go emotion for that one though. Yeah. Right. It is like emotionally. Like it's, it's just it's the em- best part. It is like that's kind of why you like the movie. It's not really dramatic. It's more emotional, and I would say it's more com not comedy, but comedic moments. Yeah. So I'm gonna use the veto. It's so sad because we both really <laughs> like that movie. But when you just there's if you don't have p- a spot for it, there's nowhere to put it though. All right, you've got Reservoir Dogs. Ah. Oh my God. Okay. Do I? Okay. Okay. Let me let me work this out. Do I go ending? Because it is it is quite in the ending. It's quite an ending. I feel like it's also Cast? an ending that's also not really the ending. Like it's one of the or is it out of order? No, it's not. No, it's not out of order. Um. Oh my god, that's hard. Cause I only have left, you guys. Drama, cast, and ending. I feel like it's a good cast. Could I get better though? I feel like I'm at like Las Vegas right now and I'm gambling. <laughs> deal or no deal. Maybe the drama of it. Yeah, because like the dynamics of all the characters. All the characters are what are they? Co- they're not colors. Yeah, like Mr. Mr. White, yeah. Mr. Whatever. Blue. They, maybe I'll do the ending though. To mm. be completely honest, I don't know. I don't like remember the ending perfectly. So that that because I, I remember like. They're in the yeah, warehouse. They're in the warehouse. And then they're going through how they're... How everything came to be. Shook out. Yeah, you're right. I don't know if I fully remember the ending either. That's why I want to put it there, though. Um. Okay, I'm going to go the drama of it. Just of, like, they don't really know... Who's who on what side. And, yeah. Reserve. I, I don't know how to spell it. Reservoir, whatever dogs. Okay. Pretty sure I got Sunset Boulevard. I, I skipped it, but I might have seen it, but I don't really mm. remember it. All right, I got The Matrix. Okay, so Jack has cast and comedy left. And I'm also gonna use a veto because yeah. I don't. That's yeah. It's not very funny. All right, cast we and comedy. We both have cast. We're both like you know we're we're waiting. Yeah, I got I got Avengers Endgame. It's not Did very you? funny, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the cast. That is amazing. That's what you wanted anyway, right? I got Infinity War for action and the cast of Endgame. So oh, got to be more characters. Is there more characters? You have them all. Yeah. Eventually. Spoiler. And for some of the movie. Give me the departed. Give me the departed. All right. Here Show we go. Show me the departed. Show me the money. Give me a good cast. You have Forrest Gump. I feel like... Okay, that's not fair, though, because I've already used it, right? Here we go. The next movie is going to be Toy Story 3. How does it end? Remind me. Uh, They're in, like, the trash compactor, like, about to die. So sad. And then the aliens come and save them. I love it. Okay, I'm going to have some Toy Story... (laughs) It's funny that I have two Toy Stories and you have two Avengers. It's so funny. Oh, gosh. So the last one you have is comedy. And I, and this is just my comedy. The movie that I get here. Okay, I'm going to give you one veto. Well, I use both of mine. Okay, I, know, I haven't seen like, Lawrence of Arabia. Okay, but I'm just going to give you one more. Okay. It is. Okay, well, you had Forrest Gump, so I'm not wow, taking Forrest really Gump. Wow, they're really wanting Forrest Gump. <clears throat> All right. Forrest Gump again. Wow. It's really pushing Forrest Gump. All right. It is. 
Dark Knight. Okay, wait. I already have the Dark Knight. Yes. I already picked it. You already picked it. It's a lot of technicalities here. Ooh. Ah, okay. What is that? It's good about hunting. Like, kind of funny. I would not. Would you like that. me to? Would you use it as your cast? You can. You can take it. No, I'm not going to take yours. Um, I I'm going to let you have a veto if you really want to. Let's say this. You pick another movie, and then if it's not that, you have to pick between those two. Okay, I'll 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 take that. Yeah, at least a fifty-fifty shot. Because I guess it at they some point it is funny. funny moments. <laughs> Eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Okay. I'll I'll take Goodwill Hunting then. Yeah. They have that like, like the baseball scene, like when they're talking about the game. Oh, and when he's talking about his wife farting in bed, and yeah. there's definitely funny moments. For ben sure. Affleck's character is pretty funny. Yeah. Mm. But it's more, it's it's subtle funny. But that's okay because the rest of, look at the rest of your stuff. It's I think, great. I think it, it's Like you have Christopher Nolan and you have Avengers stuff and you have, like, I think you're good. And, Mine is cast. And we're doing it in space. And it's in space. On the spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. And like, not even just space, but like a, a small amount of space. All right. Uh, I have the Godfather already, so. Your next one is the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, wanna... okay. Let me could, let me have the same the thing. thing. You. I'm gonna have just do it one more time, because that is a pretty great cast. But just in case. Uh, American History X. Oh. I think outside of Ed Norton. It's not really. I think I'm gonna take Shawshank for my cast, because who doesn't want Morgan Freeman? That's right? true. And narrating. Right? Tim he Robbins. Could, he could narrate it. And it's a Quentin Tarantino directing this um, time travel in a hotel at The Shining. Yeah. With um, with uh, the action of Empire Strikes Back. So, I don't know. The ending of Toy Story 3. Which <laughs> my villain is Sid. He's coming in the he's coming in. It's Sid. No, here's Sid. <laughs> With a lightsaber instead of an axe. That's pretty you know what? That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. The elements of this make this such a mess, but uh, I I really enjoyed this. Yeah, no, it's really funny. Like some of them go together really well that you can like picture it and then there's others that you're like, no. So I have Christopher Nolan directing a Return of the Jedi style with Avengers Infinity War action. Yes. The emotion of Requiem for a Dream. Wow. So we're going to get real low. Yeah. On a spaceship. Yeah. Uh, with the drama of Mozart. Yes. And the art. and So maybe that'll be the music and the, like somebody's at the piano and they're. On the spaceship. On a spaceship. With the cast of Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Um, the comedy of goodwill hunting so yep. again not a very comedic movie no it's a dramatic it's, action it's more of movie. a dramatic and there's going to be some elements of comedy yes with M nurse ratchet nurse ratchet's going to be there and they're going to have to get rid of her they're going to have to get the cast of avengers endgame is going to have to get rid of one nurse yes on the spaceship and at the end whoever takes over is just going to kill all their competitors and they become the godfather the new godfather right in space in space I love this movie. We should make it. <laughs> these the, We're going to make both these movies happen. They're amazing. People are listening, thinking, yes, who doesn't? Who, honestly, who doesn't want lightsabers in the hotel 
with Sid. Right. Toy Story. I mean, that is, yeah. And it's Quentin Tarantino, so you know it's going to be a total bloodbath at the end. Does Tim Robbins play Sid? Uh, no. 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 It needs to just be Sid. Oh, Sid is playing himself. Yeah, like I'm saying like, no, because we need Tim Robbins. We need the Tim Robbins, Morgan Freeman like character. Dynamic. Yeah. And they're both named Mr. Mr. White, blue, red. As long as it wasn't black and white, I think we're good. Right. (laughs) Yes, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. And they're... Do Do you think Sid, Tim Robbins, and Morgan Freeman are going to talk about how much you should tip? How much I should tip? From Reservoir Dogs. Oh, right. Yes. That is the best part of that's that. That is the, not the best part of the movie, but it's one it's, of the best opening scenes. It is. It is for sure. Because then you get to know like the characters and right. So it's like your opening of whoop a deuce. That's okay. Yeah. And then we're going to have these like one liners that are like Forrest Gumpy, like live slack box chocolates or I don't know. Run, Forrest, run. Run, Forrest, run, Sid, run. With your lightsaber. Yeah. It's all the elements like put together. It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It is so fun. I love this game. It's really fun. That for was sure. very enjoyable. You never know. Maybe next time we play this, we get a banger that we're like, we need to now make this movie. Right? You just don't know. Yeah, what'll what come up. You could even add like you could add like music or a twist. Like we could make our own yeah. up now. Cause I don't think you should have like comedy drama in the same like I think type is sh- covers both a- of those. Yeah. Like I would take that out. I like your idea of adding music. Um and maybe a twist, even though the ending We could say a twist. We could say like a supporting I don't know, maybe there's like a supporting character that you're like that. Yeah, maybe person. you could have like the star yeah and then some supporting characters yeah like that kind of thing like break it up a little more change up the format maybe do cinematography even yeah right yeah some different elements you could do like oscar elements like so we could just make our own yeah yeah i like it that was fun all right what do we got for next week oh gosh i I have it here. okay okay. thank you uh we have our imc's like crazy and deepwater horizon okay and then we're doing an action movie bracket i know we're so excited about that Love, love some brackets. We love our brackets, and it's been a while, so, right? We haven't done a bracket in a long time, and yeah. we love our action movies, so we're in. All right. Case, you got anything else? I got nothing else. All right. Then besides that, we will see you next time. Bye. <laughs>